Yo, what is going on? It's the Parking Lot Podcast. It is Friday, March 30th, 2018 is the year. Mamaronek's the place. New York is the state. United States of America is the country, is the nation. World is the planet, Earth. Earth. Milky Way is the galaxy, I'm pretty sure. I haven't had Milky Way in years, Jesus Christ. I feel like Milky Way kind of got... I don't know. I'm still watching this fucking movie, but uh, hang on. I'm gonna pause it. Uh, Milky Way's kind of got... They kind of got the, sh- the shit kicked out of them by fucking... What's it called? By, uh... Snickers. Right? And like every other candy bar except for fucking... Three Musketeers is like the only major candy bar I can think of that's... That's worse than a Milky Way. It's like buying a fucking chocolate-covered piece of air. It's fucking terrible. It's gross. It's gross. Anyway, I was just watching... Uh, it's good to be back, by the way. It's been a minute, you parking lot podians. We should come up with a name for people that listen to the Parking Lot Podcast. Pa- par- parking lotters. But yeah, I was watching fucking... Uh, I think I'd seen it before. Maybe I don't. I don't remember. But I was watching that Adam Sandler flick on Netflix. Uh, Sandy Wexler. I want to get the name right. Pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah, Sandy Wexler. Fucking hysterical. I thought to be honest. Um, which is up oh, shit starting again. Uh, which is rare for Adam Sandler when he gets a like three to four movie deal like he got with Netflix. I feel like he just fucking mailed in, which he kind of did with this. It's just a fucking normal Adam Sandler character it's like a obnoxious guy from new york from fucking brooklyn and uh but i guess he's living in california i don't know but uh funny fucking movie everyone is in this goddamn movie like literally every single person saturday night live Warren michaels is in it uh, uh who else is in it uh weird owls in the end of i don't want to spoil ah, fuck it it's not a spoiler cameos but weird owls in the end of it um Louis Anderson was in it, which is awesome because I've been watching Baskets a lot. I never really got into Louis Anderson. I feel like I should have uh, before Baskets. I should uh, watch some of his stand-up. He's fucking great in that show. That show has been fantastic this season, I think. I really don't hear about it at all. No one, As far as I'm concerned, I'm the only person watching the fucking show. I don't know if it's going to make it past this season because it was a kind of a, a bit of a drag. and They kind of they went off plot, I guess. I don't think they, they switched the focus on to uh, Louis Anderson more. But I think that was because people loved him so much in that role as uh, Zach Galifianakis's that's hard to say. Zach Galifianakis's mom. That's right. Mom. Apparently when he got the role, uh, Louis, Louis uh, CK had ca- RIP to that career, uh, casted him in uh, that role and he went in and read for it and just didn't change his voice at all. You know, just like kind of spoke like he normally speaks, which I guess is already kind of feminine. But I don't know. It's funny to me that he just speaks like a normal, normal dude, not trying to play a woman on the show. And he's he's a big enough guy that you could believe it's a woman. It's, it's a very believable female character played by Louie Anderson there. You should watch it if you haven't watched it yet. It's uh, Baskets on FX. It's got the movies. Remember that? FX, FX, got the movies, got the movies. That was a fire song. Now they got these weird, like, FX does this fucking thing where they love to take the movies and shows that they air and they make a lot of channels doing this these days, but they make promos out of them where they like 
they like dip into their the show's humor and then like write like a fan fiction type promo for them, like using the show's humor or the like remix the fucking the movie or some shit into some awfully annoying promo. And it makes me not want to watch FX. Makes me not want to watch the movies. I want to bring back that techno song, that Moby shit. FX got the movies. FX got the movies. Anyway, I had an agenda here. Parking lot podcast. What is going on? Yeah, Sandy Wexler. Good movie. I'd watch it. Honestly, it's fucking probably one of the better Netflix produced movies. I'm not, I don't think I've seen too many like actual uh, feature films, if, if you will, on Netflix that I've gotten through and liked. Um... Eh, that's what that's my movie spiel right there. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've seen any other. Oh yeah, I saw the new Star Wars. Uh, thought it was bullshit. Um, thought it was complete bullshit because I'm tired of being like I'm. I get it. You you want to sell tickets? It was an expensive movie, so you bill Mark Hamill as the star, like one of these stars of the movie in the credits. Both these past two movies, he's been billed as like. You'd think he's in a fucking majority share of the movie. He has tons of screen time. He's not even in the goddamn movie for the entire fucking thing until it's in the beginning and the end. And he acts like a fucking prick the entire time playing playing this washed up version of uh, of fucking Luke Skywalker. Lame. And I, I heard that he was not happy with... It's not Mark Hamill's fault. It's those goddamn suits in Hollywood. Uh, those goddamn... The squares. It's not the Jedi. But uh, he was like, yeah, nah, I did not like the, the way they took... Skywalker's character in the movie because he kind of acted like a, a baby back bitch you know he was like nah I'm not gonna go use the force and shit not gonna train Jedis anymore because what he fucked up one time dude you had to like murder your father and shit like shit. you had to do a lot like, you pretty much murdered your father spoiler alert if you haven't seen the first trilogy but yeah you pretty much did that fucking you've kissed your sister which is weird Fucking, no one really brings that up. That's weird as fuck. He's been through a lot of shit. And the fact that one time he was training a Jedi and it got fucked up and he went to the bad side of the force. And uh, cry me a river. Fucking get back on your horse and fucking beam up your lightsaber. Because you there's only like three or four of them in the galaxy, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. And uh, fucking do, do the deed, man. It's your job. You're a Jedi. You're born into this shit, man. You can't just not accept the calling of the Jedi. That's like me not accepting the calling of getting on a microphone and fucking ranting about movies and music for 45 minutes of your life. Anyway, this is the Parking Lot Podcast. Brew you see. March 30th. 30th. It's your boy. Uh, dude, concerts this summer are going to be sweet. I already got a pretty nice... Uh, I've already seen a couple concerts. Uh, it's not summer yet, but it's spring, I guess. I saw Elvis Costello at the Capitol Theater uh, in Port Chester, New York. And uh, he fucking murdered it. This guy, he has... I went in thinking, like, oh, is he going to play uh, his classics? You know, you go, go to one of those shows thinking, I hope he doesn't play something off the new albums or shit like that. You hate to see that when you go to see someone that you respect the classics of so much like Elvis Costello but he literally played every single song I could have wanted I think and then he went and he started playing uh he did like a uh, intermission set if you will uh which is kind of a backdoor insult to him but it was a boring fucking like easy listening set in between two hard sets long sets of fucking 
uh, great rock and roll, great Elvis Costello, high energy shit. It was a fantastic concert. I had a great time. I love the Capitol Theater. That's the first concert I've ever seen there, actually. I had seen Bill Burr there earlier in the year, and that was my first time ever being there, but I had never seen a concert. The lighting was insane. It was like the trippiest visuals you'll see. Um, there's this like crazy dome at the top of the the theater that they project lights on, I guess, or there's might be LEDs on the inside of it, but it is sweet. It is fucking awesome. So if you see someone you like on the Capitol's uh, calendar there, I'd definitely go over and check that out. Uh, it's right off the fucking the Metro North in Portchester. So check it out if you hadn't already. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, I want to see Skinnerd because apparently this is their last tour. But this is the band that half of them died in a plane crash uh, in the peak during the peak of their career, and that was 40 years ago, and they haven't stopped since. So uh, I think I'll be able to catch them when they come back around, but I think, I, I don't know, if they don't tour again, I'm going to be pissed. So I think I'm going to have to go out to fucking Homedale, New Jersey uh, on the 22nd of June to check out Skinner and the boys. I saw them back. I saw them at a... No, I saw them in Hartford, Connecticut in like 2006. The Doobie Brothers opened up for Skinner. The Doobies had the worst... I, I was I was only 12 years old in 06 and 11 maybe. And I can still tell you to this day, I think I was scarred for life by the Doobie Brothers set. Because it wasn't Michael McDonald or the guy before him. I don't even know. It was just some guy singing Doobie Brothers songs. And they were just garbage. It was not good. It really emphasized how mediocre the Doobies catalog is, in my opinion. Then Skinner came on and fucking blew him away. Because they've been playing with that lineup for a minute. And they had so many fucking great songs, too. They just... Great live band. Tight band. Good rhythm section and everything. Uh, I've been really getting into 38 Special, too, recently. Another, uh, obviously, an offshoot of Skinner because uh, lead singer of 38 Special had to take over for his older brother when he died uh, for Skinner, and uh, he's been touring with them since. I'm not sure how that works out, though, with him working with 38 Special because I know they still work. Uh, but 38 Special, oh my God, what a fantastic band. First of all, I had no idea they had two drummers. That must be amazing to see live. I really, I love seeing the Dead & Co., who I'm seeing, I've already had, Two concerts booked this year. I'm um, seeing both dates, or is there three dates at City Field this summer? I don't know, but I'm going to two of them, so catch me there. Holla at me if you're going to be on Shakedown Street. We're chilling. Uh, City Field parking lot podcast. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Dead & Co. has two drummers, and they're phenomenal with that. It gives, I don't know, just fucking powerhouse. Like, define powerhouse, two drummers, you know? And it's fucking great. I want to see 38 Special is a completely different vibe than the Dead & Co. show, but, you know, it'd be sweet to hear two drummers going at it like that. I don't know. Something about that I really like. Even though it's kind of hacky to do two drummers, I'm, like, I'm not sure why they do two drummers. Like, can't, one of them can't fucking cut it, you know? Just trade in two drummers for one good drummer, if that's the deal. But if they're doing it for some sort of actual, you know, reason, like it sounds good and shit, then I'm down. That's cool. That's Q. It's Q. I'm seeing, speaking of drummers, Dave Matthews Band. I haven't seen them. I've probably seen Dave eight times in my life. Uh, and then I took a brief hiatus. Kind of got back more into him this year. He's fantastic. He's a great, great live show. I'm going out to Jersey for that one. Uh, that's in July, I think. But Carter Beaufort, that guy's insane. Insane drummer. Uh, that whole band's great. 
Um, who else am I going to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearl Jam. So Pearl Jam's playing, they're playing the Northeast, but they're not coming to New York. The closest they're coming to, or they're playing the Northeast, they're playing Chicago and Boston, which I guess they have more of a following in Chicago and Boston, but they don't come to New York. So I think I'm going to head up to Boston for that show if the tickets aren't absurd. But Fenway is not a big uh, ballpark, so there's not a bad seat in the house. It's like going to City Field. City Field I love because you can just, like, they sell uh, standing room tickets at City Field. You can just, like, walk around. You can buy the worst fucking tickets in the house and just walk around, go on the Shea Bridge, check it out. It's just a great, great ballpark and a great place to see a concert. I've seen, damn, what are the concerts I've seen there? I saw Dave there. Uh, saw, who else? Saw Dave, Zach Brown Band open up for him. That was a great show. I think that's it, but it's a great concert venue. I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, speaking of great concerts, my band, Easy Tiger, just played a show in, uh, in oh, Bed Stoy. Even... What's the Billy Joel line? I walk through Bedford style alone. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's no... Back then, Billy Joel, you're not walking through Bed style alone. You fucking... You wimp. He's like 4'2", guy from Long Island. Nope. Nope. Rode his motorcycle in the rain. That was Billy Joel coming out being like, I'm, I'm badass. I'm a party guy. Heroin? Pff, yeah, done it. Long Island? Yeah, from there. Yeah. Uh, Yo, uh, we got a new on? segment on today. Actually, this is the first podcast. Actually, no, I've done it before. Friday, what March thirtieth, two thousand. You diehard fans out there. I know you. You know. My marriage uh, We did a. New I did York a, is the state. a separate segment a couple nights ago. Country, I was working the overnight the WVOX. World is the planet. In Rochelle, Earth. And uh, working the sound. Milky Way is the galaxy. I'm pretty sure. WVIP ninety three point five. I've been on Milky Way in years. VOX is fourteen sixteen. Milky Way and uh, I decided to do a, like a short little thing I'm still about the overnight movie, there. But I, so I had a mic on me and I was like, fuck it, uh, why Milky Way And uh, got, I think I got like five. I'm going into this point. I, really, I edited it that night it and I didn't check it afterwards. By, uh, so who knows what I'm going to play for you here. Snickers. Uh, could be terrible, right? And like every Probably other is. candy bar except Could be better than this, though. Three Musketeers is the only major candy bar. little vacation for me for a little bit of me. That's worse than a Milky Way. It's like buying a fucking chocolate covered piece of air it's fucking the terrible. radio graveyard ship podcast gross see it's gross anyway i was it's just watching uh it's gonna be back company. by the way it's been a minute you parking lot podians we should come up with a name for the people that listen to the parking lot podcast pa- par- parking lotters i don't know but yeah i was watching fucking uh i think i've seen it before maybe i don't i don't remember but I was anyway, watching the Adam Sandler flick on Netflix, uh, Sandy Wexler. I want to get the name right. And, uh, pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah, Sandy Wexler. Sure Fucking hysterical, sure, I thought, to be honest. Um, there's music always which is, playing. Oh, shit, starting again. And, uh, uh, which is rare for to do. Adam Sandler when he gets a like three so or four movie deal me. like he got with Netflix. I feel like he just fucking nailed in, which he kind of did with this. It's just a fucking normal Adam Sandler character. It's like a obnoxious guy from New York from fucking Brooklyn and uh but I guess he's living in California I don't know but uh funny fucking movie everyone is in this goddamn movie like literally every single person Saturday Night Live Lauren Michaels is in it uh, uh, who else is in it uh Weird Al's in the end of, I don't want to spoil I don't, fuck it it's not a spoiler cameos but Weird Al's in the end of it um 
Louis Anderson was in it, which is awesome because I've been watching Baskets <clears> a lot. <throat> I never really got into Louis Anderson. I feel like I should have uh, before Baskets. I should uh, watch some of his stand-up. He's fucking great in that show. That show has been fantastic this season, I think. I really don't hear about it at all. No one... As far as I'm concerned, I'm the only what person the watching the fucking show. I don't know if it's going to make it past this season because it was a kind of a, a bit of a drag, and they kind of they went off plot, I guess. I don't, they, they switched the focus on to uh, Louis Anderson more. But I think that was because people loved him so much in that role as uh, Zach Galifianakis's. That's hard to say. Zach Galifianakis's mom. That's right, mom. Apparently, when he got the role, uh, Louis Louis uh, C.K had ca- R.I.P. to that career, uh, casted him. But I'm going to keep in, it in there anyway, because uh, that that's how I learned my lesson, you know? He went in and read you know, for gotta, it. you got to rub my nose in the, in the shit all. stain. You know, that just like kind of uh, spoke like that, he normally speaks. There which I guess is already right. kind of hey, feminine. Hey, what can you expect? It's like fucking three in the morning. I don't know, it's funny to me that he just speaks like a normal There's about 3,000 TVs on. Not trying to play a woman on the show. And he's a big enough guy that you can believe it's a woman. I'm sure if any other media, you realize this as well. You sit there and you realize it. yet. So it doesn't take much to sit there and have the radio on. FX. You know, it doesn't take anything out of you. It's got the but when movies. you have to listen FX, to it, it's like, it's got your the job. movies. Like, it goes got off, the movies. And that was a fire song. Now they got these hours. weird, like... It FX sucks. does this fucking thing. It is like... They love God to take it. the, the, the movies you and shows that they air. And they make... A lot of channels doing this these days, but they make promos out of them where they, like... They, like, dip into their the show's humor and then, like, write, like, a fan fiction type promo for them like using the show's humor or the like remix the fucking the movie or some shit into some awfully annoying promo and it makes me not want to watch fx makes me not want to watch the movies i want to bring back that techno song that moby shit fx got the movies fx got the movies anyway i had an agenda here parking lot podcast what is going on yeah, Sandy Wexler, good movie. I'd watch it. Honestly, it's fucking probably one of the better Netflix produced movies. I'm not, I don't think I've seen too many like actual uh, feature films, if if you will, on Netflix that I've gotten through and liked. Um, eh, that's what that's my movie spiel right there. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I've seen any other. Oh yeah, I saw the new Star Wars. Uh, I thought it was bullshit. Go to Springsteen every single time I can. Thought it was complete bullshit. Anybody preached to me. I'm tired of being like. I get it. You you want to sell tickets? It was an expensive movie, so you bill Mark Hamill as the Uh, star, like one of the stars of the movie in the credits. Both these past two movies, he's been billed as like. I think you'd think he's in a fucking. But majority share of the movie, and, he has uh, tons of screen time. He's not even in the goddamn movie for the entire fucking thing until it's in the beginning and the end, and he acts like a fucking prick the entire time playing, playing this washed up version of uh, of fucking Luke Skywalker. I want to hear him rant. But this guy apparently says that Skinner was not happy with it's not Mark Hamill. He went out and said someone asked him about Skinner, which proves how little they have to talk about squares. It's not. I don't even know why he was getting interviewed. But he was like, "Yeah, nah, I did not like." He was like, "Nah, they're gonna come back." Skywalker's character in the movie because he kind of acted like a baby back bitch. You know, he was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna go." Use the force and shit. Not gonna train Jedi's anymore. Because what he fucked up one time, dude. You had to like murder your father and shit. Like shit. you had to do a lot. Like you pretty much murdered your father. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the first trilogy, but yeah, you pretty much did that. Fucking, you've kissed your sister, which is weird. Fucking, no one really brings that up. That's weird as fuck. He's been through a lot of shit, 
And the fact that one time he was training a Jedi and it got fucked up and he went to the bad side of the force. And uh, cry me a river. Fucking get back on your horse and fucking beam up your lightsaber. Because there's only like three or four of them in the galaxy, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. And uh, fucking do the, do the deed, man. It's your job. You're a Jedi. You're born into this shit, man. You can't just not accept the calling of the Jedi. That's like me not accepting the calling of getting on a microphone and fucking ranting about movies and music for 45 minutes of your life. Anyways, the Parking Lot Podcast, Brew you see, March 30th, 30th, it's your boy. Uh, dude, concerts this summer are going to be sweet. I already got a pretty nice... Uh, I've already seen a couple concerts. Uh, it's not summer yet, but it's spring, I guess. I saw Elvis Costello at the Capitol Theater uh, in Port Chester, New York, and uh, he fucking murdered it. This guy, he has. I went in thinking like, oh, is he gonna play uh, his classics? You know, you go going to one of those shows thinking, I hope he doesn't play something off the new albums or shit like that. You hate to see that when you go to see someone that you respect the classics of so much like Elvis Costello but he literally played every single song I could have wanted I think and then he went and he started playing uh he did like a uh, intermission set if you will uh which is kind of a backdoor insult to him but it was a Yawky boring way. fucking it's like not that anymore, easy listening set in between two hard sets long sets of fucking uh, great rock and roll, great Elvis Costello, high energy shit. It was a fantastic concert. I had a great time. I love the Capitol Theater. That's the first concert I've ever seen there, actually. Oh, they delayed it. I had seen Bill Burr there earlier in the year. They postponed it. That was my first time ever being there, but I had never seen a concert. The lighting was insane. It was like, I think it was because it's trippiest visuals you'll see. Um, there's this like crazy dome at the top of the the theater hmm. that they want to change it to Jersey on, I guess, or there might be LEDs in the fuck. inside of it. At least but it is sweet. Else. It is fucking well, awesome. So if you it? Oh, yeah, it was racist, see someone you like on the Capitol's uh, calendar there, I'd racism. definitely go over and check that and out. And of course in Boston, they're like, uh, right I don't know, racism? racism? Is that enough to change a whole street? So check it out if you hadn't already. If you don't know, now you know. I don't know. I want to see Skinner because apparently this is their last tour. But this is the band that Half of them died in a plane crash uh, in the peak during the peak of their career, and that was forty years ago. And they haven't stopped since. So uh, I think I'll be able to catch them when they come back around. But I think I, I don't know if they don't tour again, I'm gonna be pissed. So I think I'm gonna have to go out to fucking Homedale, New Jersey, uh, on the 22nd of June to check out Skinner and the Boys. I saw them back, I saw them at a, no, I saw them in Hartford, Connecticut. In like 2006, the Doobie Brothers opened up for Skinner. The Doobies had the worst, I, I was I was only 12 years old in 06, and 11 maybe. And I can still tell you to this day, I think I was scarred for life by the Doobie Brothers set. Because it wasn't Michael McDonald or the guy before him. I don't even know, the, it was just some guy singing Doobie Brothers songs. And they were just garbage, it was not good. It really emphasized how mediocre the Doobies catalog is, in my opinion. Then Skinner came on and fucking blew him away because they've been playing with that lineup for a minute. And they have so many fucking great songs, too. They just... Great live band. Tight band. Good rhythm section and everything. Uh, I've been really getting into 38 Special, too, recently. Another, uh, obviously, an offshoot of Skinner because uh, lead singer of 38 Special had to take over for his older brother when he died. Uh, 
for Skinner, and uh, he's been touring with them since. I'm not sure how that works out, though, with him working with 38 Special, because I know they still work. Uh, but 38 Special, oh my god, what a fantastic band. First of all, I had no idea they had two drummers. That must be amazing to see live. I really, I love seeing the Dead & Co., who I'm seeing, I already have two concerts booked this year. I'm um, seeing both dates, or is there three dates at City Field this summer? I don't know, but I'm going to two of them, so catch me there. Holla at me if you're going to be on Shakedown Street. We're chilling. Uh, City Field parking lot podcast. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Dead & Co. has two drummers, and they're phenomenal with that. It gives, I don't know, just fucking powerhouse. Like, define powerhouse, two drummers, you know? And it's fucking great. I want to see, 38 Special is a completely different vibe than the Dead & Co. show, but... You know, it'd be sweet to hear two drummers going at it like that. I don't know. Something about that I really like. Even though it's kind of hacky to do two drummers. I don't, like, I'm not sure why they do two drummers. Like, can't, one of them can't fucking cut it, you know? Just trade in two drummers for one good drummer, if that's the deal. But if they're doing it for some sort of actual, you know, reason, like it sounds good and shit, then I'm down. Then it's cool. Then it's cute. It's cute. I'm seeing, speaking of drummers... Dave Matthews Band. I haven't seen them. I've probably seen Dave eight times in my life. Uh, and then I took a brief hiatus. Kind of got back more into him this year. He's fantastic. He's a great, great live show. I'm going out to Jersey for that one. Uh, that's in July, I think. But Carter Beaufort, that guy's insane. Insane drummer. Uh, that whole band's great. Um, who else am I going to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearl Jam. So Pearl Jam's playing. They're playing the Northeast, but they're not coming to New York. The closest they're coming to, or they're playing the Northeast, they're playing Chicago and Boston, which I guess they have more of a following in Chicago and Boston, but they don't come to New York, so I think I'm going to head up to Boston for that show if the tickets aren't absurd, but Fenway's not a big uh, ballpark, so there's not a bad seat in the house. It's like going to City Field. City Field I love because you can just, like, they sell uh, standing room tickets at City Field. You can just, like, walk around. You can buy the worst fucking tickets in the house and just walk around, go on the Shea Bridge, check it out. It's just a great, great ballpark and a great place to see a concert. I've seen, damn, one of the concerts I've seen there. I saw Dave there. Uh, saw, who else? Saw Dave, Zach Brown Band open up for him. That was a great show. I think that's it, but it's a great concert venue. I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, speaking of great concerts, my band, Easy Tiger, just played a show in, uh, in oh, Bed Stoy. Even... What's the Billy Joel line? I walk through Bedford style alone. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's no... Back then, Billy Joel, you're not walking through Bed style alone. You fucking... You wimp. He's like 4'2", guy from Long Island. Nope. Nope. Rode his motorcycle in the rain. That was Billy Joel coming out being like, I'm, I'm badass. I'm party guy. Heroin? Pfft, yeah, done it. Long Island? Yeah, from there. Yeah. Uh, up Charlie Daniels. Love your music. You're great. Uh, great, great fiddle player there. Uh, but 38 Special is also with them. Fuck, I have to go to this tour. 38 Special, Bad Company. What? This is killer. Killer. Heard it in love song. Great tune. Uh, that's not 38, 38 Special. That's uh, Marshall Tucker. But you get it. You get the gist. It's all Southern rock. Yeah, I'm pumped for that. So you should be pumped for that too. Parking lot podcast, taking it on the road. Gonna be in actual parking lots. 
which I haven't done since like the first episode, I don't think. So there you go. Um, I'm see what we're approaching here on the time. I think we did a pretty good job. Not half bad. Not half. I'm gonna look at it. It's gonna be like like fucking ten minutes. Yeah, almost a half hour. Straight up talking. Straight up. That was my Travis Scott. Yeah. Yup. Parking lot podcast. We're back this summer, taking you around the Northeast. Gonna show you all the great venues. I want to get back to the Capitol. I'd love to do a little bit of a segment inside the Capitol. It's such a crazy venue. They got such a crazy history. At one point, like in the 80s, you could rent that place out for like 100 bucks an hour. Probably less, judging by, I don't know, what, what money was worth back then. But you could like it was like a, a catering hall at one point. And then this big promoter, or like concert organizer, whatever the fuck it is, uh, bought it in uh, less than like a decade ago, I think. And just completely brought it back to its 1970s glory. When Bob Dylan would play there, the Dead played a crazy amount of shows there. I had no idea. Like obviously, because they have all the Jerry shit there. They have Garcia's as their bar, uh, which is connected to the venue, and they have all this Jerry cool memorabilia stuff like that. It's pretty much a tribute. And I was like, "What's the deal with this?" I was I was obviously pleased when I saw it, but I wanted to get to the bottom of it. it turns out the Dead played a bunch of shows there. Bob Dylan, the Dead, the band, like crazy people. Um, I saw Elvis Costello there. Not bad for Porchester. Not bad for uh, for a quiet little uh, rinky-dink uh, 914 over here. Just kidding. Just kidding. You know we get it lit. Uh, but I'm going to take you around. I'm going to show you some interesting people, I'm sure. The Dead's going to be great. The Dead's going to be like when I went up to Boston with uh, CoughCountry.tv and I was interviewing all these potheads that were at a... Freedom rally, which sounds racist, but it's not. It was a weed legalization thing. And I was interviewing people for this dot uh, TV I was doing, am doing, I guess. And uh, sometimes with certain hippies, you uh, give them an inch, they'll take a mile. If, you know, as they say, with you ask them a question, you're getting a life story that is probably convoluted and probably isn't true. But what are you going to do? It makes for good content because most of them say stupid shit all the time. So we'll get some of that the dead for sure. I'm going to see if I can find I'm going to find the person in the parking lot with the most dead shows under their belt, which I'm guessing has to I don't even know. Uh, if you're out there and you got you think you got the most dead shows under your belt, let me know. I'm interested to hear. I know people have seen absurd amounts of shows. Like crazy. It's mad. It's mental. Mental. I have the worst British accent. British accent. Can't even talk American right. Speak American. Anyway, Parking Lot Podcast, we're coming at you this summer. Going to venues, going to parking lots, going to City Field, two nights, dead and co with John Mayer. Gonna kill it. It's gonna be great. We're gonna be talking in the parking lot with some deadheads. Ask them, what's the difference between this and when we see them back then? I don't know. And if you don't want to go full draft dodger with it, you kind of want to keep a little bit of your, uh, I don't know, your non-hippie vibe going got the Dave show see there you go the Dave show and we're gonna go fucking Skinner 38 special bad company ow it's gonna be sick that's gonna be a great show definitely buy tickets right now and then Pearl Jam yeah yeah I'm gonna listen to the podcast in the but I got a pretty good summer lined up here I'm gonna take you along on my journey along on my journey it's not even a real song but yeah there you go I ain't the last mango in Paris I'm the last train out of Saigon. 
Silver Park and Lot Podcast, March 30th, Friday. Peace.